Yes, I did make myself my own chips, cheese and pickles. Delicious. So we have BLT for dinner. And you know, I put you, I'll have mine on a low carb wrap. And he goes, oh, I forgot to put on a low carb wrap. I'm like, that's okay. Carbs we tried. We tried. Tonight. Thanks. We tried. I'm like, I had good intentions. That's what counts, right? I, I can't think be perfect that's every second of the day, Neil. The yeah. freaking statement of the day. We tried. <laughs> we tried. Hello and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty tart and pleasantly bitter conversation. Hello and thank you for taking a seat at the table. We are finishing out our Big Feeling series tonight or today, whenever you're listening. And this is our No Reservations episode. Tonight at the table, I have Kimmy. Hello. Tabs. Hello. Jen. Hey, everyone. And Rachel. Hey, everybody. So this series was all about big feelings. We had one kind of positive episode with our <laughs> grateful, but I don't know those big feelings that I don't think we feel like we can talk a lot about, or we want other parents to know that, Hey, we're all feeling this and it's okay. Um, even if you're not a parent. So I don't know. Do we want to go around and talk Ref- about reflect what a spectacular <laughs> week we've had? We can go around the table, reflect on the, on the series, and just reflect on what's going on this week. We usually talk about our weeks in the no res, but we can kind of associate our big feelings with this week as well. Yeah. That'd be easy. Let's <laughs> do big it. around all this table. Yeah. Why don't you start us off, Rach? Rachie. Oh. Go for walked it. right into that. <laughs> sure did. You know, I uh, big feelings come easy around these parts. I think I've said every episode. Right now, we're sort of in this holding pattern with school. I could really have a rant about that. It's like a whole thing. Then we're renegotiating our waiver, which really started two weeks ago today. And I just got the budget number today. You know, it's like I could go off about that. I'm in a family. I guess, period. (laughs) I could go off about that. You know, it's like, I don't know. I, I'm in kind of this weird place where our life has become so atypical that we're not relatable. And a lot of times when, at least in like our family dynamic, in my family, I feel like because we've had such a hard time responding to Steely while balancing still maintaining all of our family relationships, a lot of assumption has taken place on my family's behalf in that time. Like they assume that we feel too busy or they assume that we are tied up with something or that we're not coming or, you know, like all these different things. And at this point, there's like this big kerfuffle happening. And I just don't know how to convey where we are and who we are and what we're dealing with and also live in my world, which requires like 24 seven attention and live in theirs enough to balance that. Like, I don't know. I'm like big feelings because it's about to be the holidays. I want to put in all this effort to be a family member and people don't even know who we really are. And then all these hurtful assumptions have been made over the course of time. And like, it's just complicated. It's complicated. So it's like defending, figuring out what you're fighting for is kind of where I am. Big feelings. Big feelings. How about you, Kimmy? How was your week? Good. And um, I think as far as big feelings goes for me, it's the up and down. That's some. I feel like because our kids have such big feelings and they 
go up and down so much that like we're so in tune with them or like I'm so in tune with Alyssa it's like I feel like I go up and down with her sometimes Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I think that's like kind of a part of it where like for example this weekend I was off on Friday and she was just very restless she was kind of wandering around the house and sometimes it's hard to know like what is she looking for does she want something to eat like is she sometimes she gets like hyper focused, especially if I'm gonna do housework and she thinks I'm gonna god forbid move something or put something in the place that she doesn't want it. And she'll just kind of like just be standing there. So I was like, Do you want to watch a movie? Just kind of like threw it out there. And she said yes. And she went and she picked Snow White, which was like super surprising because I don't think I didn't even think she knew who Snow White was or her. And I don't know if she did, she might have just liked the picture. I have no idea. But she she watched the whole movie. She loved it. She like laughed and smiled in the right times. And she, you know, engaged to the whole movie. You know, it's such a small thing, but like, it's one of those things that just gives me so much hope for her because four years ago, that would have never happened. Three years ago, that would have never happened. This is just, even though it sounds like something so simple for us, it's so big. And then we watched The Little Mermaid and she watched the whole entire thing. And then I shared this on my page and I've had so many people comment and reach out that like are so understanding of it or like so happy and like really understand like what a big win that is. And then the next day we go to a wedding and Alyssa doesn't come because she's not going to understand what a wedding is. And I don't know if she would be quiet in the ceremony. She could be yelling, even if it's out of happiness, like she's extremely loud and I don't know how she's going to do sitting like she doesn't understand what a wedding is so the music's loud it's not really food that's catered to her like I just don't know like she could be okay but like I don't want to disrupt somebody's wedding do you know what I mean then that's sad I mean I'm doing what's best for her because I don't think that she wants to be at this wedding I think she would rather be at home where she's comfortable and where everything makes sense to her but she's not in the family pictures we took she you know it's me my husband and all my other kids and it's like there's a literal empty seat because she was invited to the wedding she was included in the invitation so then it's like you just go from like one day feeling like so much hope and like my heart was so full even though I know it sounds so minor like when you can't do a simple thing like watch a movie with your child when that's just not an option that you have it just leaves that void is it the worst thing in the world? No, I have other children that I've watched many, many movies with, but like, I still haven't done that with her. And the fact that she wants to be engaged and just be with us is, it's just, it fills your heart. Like it just fills your heart. And then I go from that to the next day feeling, it was brief, obviously like a fleeting thing where I was just kind of like, it just makes me feel bad. Like I don't want to leave her out, but I also want to do what's best for her. This is just like one situation from this week. Like every week, every month, there's like things like this that happen. And I feel like yeah. it's just going from the highs to the lows. I don't know mm. if you guys feel this. It's yeah. going from highs and then boom, or like she's doing great. And then just in a, and she's happy and like things are happening to like, boom, that's done. And she's yeah. just like mm-hmm. crabby and miserable and unsettled. And I just find that, I mean, I've always called it the roller coaster of autism. It's become a common kind of term in our community, but it literally is just like a roller coaster where you just go up and down. And I feel like that's And you just... never know how long you're going to stay in any place. Yeah. You know, if you had brought her to the wedding, it could have caused four days of disruption. If she had gone to the wedding, Kim, she should, she would have had to change shirts. 
there's right. so many things like in well that's the other thing i was like what would she wear because she won't change her goddamn clothes there's so many parts behind it it's not just like the loud reception i think i yeah. joked with you that if a wedding was at 10 30 in the morning and a dance party with all the lights on as well and a sensory tent in the corner with ear defenders my daughter would be all about it where they only served pepperoni and it didn't smell like somebody else's food (laughs) (laughs) and she was in the prettiest dress like a wedding is so many things it just is so many things plus getting there it's just the highs and lows of this life but then it's a picture without her I mean it's heartbreaking it's Mm -hmm. brings another uh, meaning to the big feelings that like like you're saying Kimmy all the feelings we get are big. It's just which mm-hmm. way yeah. to go. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like when you go from such a high, this used to happen more when she was just like, doesn't happen as much because it's like the wins, we have more wins and we have losses at this point, which is great. It used to happen and it would be like, you would just get so hopeful and then boom, it comes crap. It's almost like someone pulls the rug from underneath you. And it's yep. so hard and it makes you almost afraid. I remember being like, I don't want to curse this. I don't want to, like, you almost mm-hmm. don't want to let your guard down because it's like, you almost feel like, you know, it's not going to last, you know, and she was way more unpredictable and way more up and down and like would stay unregulated for longer periods of time and stuff. But it's just, you know, I just feel like sometimes that's kind of hard. Like it's good because then you have the hopes and the wins and they are like literally everything, you know, they're everything to you. But then when, it comes down it's like you're back to square one at times even though mm-hmm. it can just be like you know sometimes it's just minutes it's just minutes and you move on I mean I know some of you guys have younger kids and it probably is a little bit harder your kid has a moment of aggression after not having one for six months and then it's like mm-hmm. that little sucker punch to you it's a crash sometimes it lasts for a long time and sometimes not what about you tabs how's your week and your big feelings this week hard pass just a real hard pass on this week. <laughs> I mean, I think Kim described my week uh, to the T. It's pretty much like last week, or I don't know when it was because time is weird right now. It's us together. Yeah. Uh, we had this great parent-teacher conference with Mixon where they told us he was basically like in line with his peers now that they put in support for him. And that was like spectacular. I'd never heard those words come out, out of anyone's mouth in description of my son. So it was like really spectacular to hear that, you know, and he does have one-on-one support and he has all these visual aids and everything. But the idea that with all of these minor adjustments in the classroom, he is in line with his peers is incredible. It really is just fantastic. And then this week, both kids are sick. We've had two early, early morning, 3 a.m. wake-ups makes for the longest days of all time. It was my weekend with the kids. And so I was parenting, you know, 20 billion hours a day with sick kids. And Nora's had some, you know, like kind of what Kim was saying is like, she's happy bouncing around, happy girl, happy about the snow. And then it turns into this swift kind of like mood shift that's just unhappiness and crabby. And we don't know if she's sick if she's in pain or, you know, you try the Motrin trick where you give the Motrin just in case they're in pain or their ears are bothering them or whatever it is, but you don't know because she can't tell you except for her behaviors and waking up early. And those are all the the signs for that. And then Nixon's sick and has had a fever and, you know, it's just like, sometimes you just really feel like how is one human being supposed to make it and you clock the hours. I mean, really on Saturday, 
I was clocking the hours. I was like, okay, seven more hours, six more hours, five more hours, like just counting down the time till a bedtime. We can do this. Yes, just we're getting there. The sun is setting. We're almost there. You know, and and the other thing with that I was thinking over the weekend too is that I wish I had time to write about this stuff, but not only are you exhausted and you're trying to take care of sick kids who are unhappy and crabby, but you also still have the level of hypervigilance that you normally need to have. And then a lot of times when our kids are sick, that's elevated. And so you're like monitoring even more because there's more things going on and, you know, all that stuff. So there's been lots of big feelings. And then, you know, our grief episode dropped today, which I re-listened to, which is, I mean, I'm so proud of us for that episode, but it's also hard to listen back to. So I have a lot of big, big feelings going on, but I am freaking exhausted. I will tell you, like my soul is tired this week. And, you know, I know there'll be a sunshine horizon coming. It's just who knows when that's going to happen. <laughs> that's the thing with autism. And how long like, it's going to stick. Yes. Yes. And you do have these like just incredible moments of complete utter happiness and joy. And also these moments where you're just like, how, how is this even a thing? And I think that's like parenthood in general, but mm-hmm. then autism just intensifies that. Like it mm-hmm. just intensifies those things, you know, because it's like it, you have the unpredictability and you have the the back and forth. Like you don't necessarily mm-hmm. have that as much what you do have it, but not as much with typical kids, you know. And, and I don't I know just, how the hours when my typical kids were little. <laughs> yeah. Without my kid because she doesn't sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is like the sleeping. Um, well, and the other thing I've noticed too, is that I think that Nora's frustration is getting really, really high with not being able to communicate in the way that she wants. And that's growing by yeah. the day. I mean, she really is trying to communicate and is getting like immediately frustrated that she can't. So we need to like amp up our practice with her device and try and get on board with using that so much more just so we can give her an outlet. But I definitely have noticed that for sure and and she's creeping up on four you know and that I feel like in our kids the change from two three to four is pretty I mean there's a lot of like cognitive switches in that time you know and I think with getting close to four her language her receptive language has always been high but I think it's going up even more especially being in her program and you know they're saying she's advanced as far as the work goes which how frustrating right like you know what you want to be doing and want to be saying and you can't I can't imagine how frustrating yeah that must be like you can't especially either. when it's like they look at us like we're stupid like hello <laughs> we <Yeah>. kind of are <laughs> yes yeah yeah how to be a princess when you can't give your orders verbally yeah like I see that with Jesse all the time the thing with Jesse he does and it might just because he's like a little quieter and he's a boy and I don't know but like it's almost like he like resigns to it he's Mm -hmm. like not gonna get it yeah yeah Nixon's that way too Nora on the other hand is like get yourself together lady (laughs) you better figure this out I have given you 38 tries and I have a little incident get it the other day at the table where Alyssa was saying, saying it sounded like she was saying something else it's not that's not what she was saying and she has the apraxia so it's in mm. context I can understand but like when it's out of context yes and she's saying this phrase and she's looking right at me with her big eyes and with this expectation that I'm going to understand and I said what what did you say 
and she repeated it and she's just looking at me and I like my eyes filled up with tears and then my husband's like you're so dramatic but like it just breaks my heart because mm-hmm. I I want her to be heard I want her to be understood mm-hmm. and she's trying and it's like but I couldn't I just I didn't know what she was saying yeah. it's like and I just kind of smi- smiled at her and tried to like yeah. like kind of nod but like it really just hurts my heart so much for yeah. her because she's just looking at me like hey lady you understand right <laughs> like yeah you know well, like, like you're it you're my person you know yes we we do understand her a lot more now it's like she gets so proud like you could just see it when mm-hmm. she says something we understand she just you know she's beaming and it's like oh, it's just I just can't imagine how frustrating I get frustrated when people don't understand my words yes yeah, and I'm yeah. telling you words that I'm saying them and I'm like nope that's not what I said <laughs> yeah. so like, I can't even imagine that's going to be like that times a hundred times a thousand like well and I'm do really you mean words I'm, like car I I am starting I really am starting to think that Nora might have apraxia for sure because of how hard she works to talk and how much you can't understand and letters are dropped off and she gets words and loses words and then you know she has just such a high receptive language it's like she understands language there's no doubt about it I remember that for being a time when like so much of strength and weakness showed like mm-hmm. we were no longer having to wonder mm-hmm. about whether or not this was easier. This was difficult. It was like, oh, oh. yeah. Oh. And I think back to Nixon. I mean, he didn't really start talking until after four too, but his language, I wouldn't say it was clear, but it was definitely clearer than what you can understand from her. Yeah. Good news is she's making lots and lots of sounds and lots of word yeah. approximations. I just don't have any idea what it is. So I'm with you, Kim. It's very, very hard on the heart for sure. So anyway, big feelings. Hashtag F you to this week. <laughs> I should tell our listeners that we've come up with a new acronym appropriate for the big feelings week. F-R-O, not fro people. This is F right off. <laughs> and it fits in perfectly on the halfway point of our episode. Go ahead, Jen. How, how are your big feelings, lady? Oh, I always have a lot of big feelings, friends. <laughs> such oh, a we've late, never noticed that. I know, never. I'm such a laid back person. It's hard to really imagine me getting fired up. But, Go with the um, ball, but yeah. You know, I have a lot of big feelings. I was actually thinking earlier about what Kimmy said about how it kind of, you know, it, I always say the highs are high and the lows are low. And we can, I was, we woke up the other morning and it was great. And there was tickles and giggling. And it's like that snag of the hair in the shower literally sets a trajectory of the day. And it's like, ah, you know? Mm-hmm. So then you kind of, I kind of go in these slumps of it. And the, what was me, the, the hair, you know, like, why does it have to be so hard? And then we do the most amazing. I wrote about it and I said, I don't like saying normal things. I'll replace that word with typical, but we went out on a Saturday night. We went to a movie. We went to the mall shopping and we went for dinner. My kid was great. We had a great time and there was no fallout from that. That's there amazing. Could be, there could be. Give me some wood. Yeah. You know, there, there could yeah. be. But the whole time was at ease. It wasn't, there was not a struggle from one to the, the next. And we went with her little bestie and her mom and we had a great time. It was fun. You know, I came home and I was like, oh, 9 30. Whew. I kind of feel like I've been out all night. Like it felt good to go to like a five o'clock movie. <laughs> and that went till seven. Don't forget about Wednesday. Yes, and my, my daughter joined the Special Olympics. 
Amazing. So that was amazing. And actually we got the invite tonight to their Christmas dance, the dinner dance, you know, so it's just like fun things that she's being included in things to be honest. And I, and I mean this in, in a way that I don't mean this to offend anyone. It's, I didn't ever think in my life I would cross a path with the special Olympics. It just went never on my radar. Mm-hmm. And, and I wrote about that when it doesn't touch you personally, you tend to just sort of look the other mm-hmm. way. Sure. I heard about the special Olympics, but I had no idea about this organization. They're fantastic. Yeah, that was great. You know, big feelings from this episode. I thought a lot about school with Kaya. We are a little mm-hmm. bit in a school stumble right now. She's got a lot of anxiety. It's kind of come out of nowhere lately. And that's affecting sort of her wanting to go outside mm-hmm. the home in the day. So we're kind of in that bump. And it, I back to what Kimmy said earlier, I'm like, this is always how it's going to be. It's just going to be, I mean, mm-hmm. she's, I can't do the math. So a lot of years ahead of me, <laughs> I can't, I was a mathematician though. I would just like to point that out. Yeah. The best. Best it's failing me right now. And then, I, you know, I have some, I'm, I'm struggling with balancing work, which I was telling you ladies earlier, when we were in the thick of it, the hardest of hard, I made it into my office every day. I oversaw all of these offices across the country. Um, I work from home now and I feel like I'm struggling a little bit more now and things are easier with her than they were. It's a really hard shift. I don't know if that's, I don't, I don't have a, not a purpose. Work was never my purpose, but it was before children. So getting up, kind of getting in a business casual every day, you Mm -hmm. have to do your hair and makeup. You can't look like this. I know you can't Mm -hmm. see me right now, but this is how I roll up to my computer in the morning. You look (laughs) gorgeous. But it's also the whole (laughs) socialization aspect. The socialization. Yeah. Yeah. So the getting, and the get away from when it's hard like that. Yeah. It's like, you almost need something that's away from that. Yeah. I always felt like with work that it was something that I knew I could show up and be good at period. Mm -hmm. Like it, it came to I mean, as my core, it just is something that makes me feel like I have a place where I'm not questioning anything. Wouldn't mothering (laughs) every goddamn minute, people. Yes. I used to go to this office and I would go into my office and I'd be, you know, I'd be in heels or ankle boots and you know, I was ready for the Looking day to see. Yeah, I was ready to look like this. I mean, I shower more now actually in a day because I'm home. But, you know, hair, makeup, off you go and you're in this office. And I think, like Kimmy said, it's, it's, you go somewhere and I could blare my YouTube and I wasn't here. And I know, so I'm rambling, but that's sort of been a really hard shift for me. Mm -hmm. I love being home. I wouldn't want to go back to an office. I'm just, I'm just adjusting and Mm -hmm. all of those things. Um, Me want to find an office. (laughs) Yeah. But this is those big feelings. They come, they ebb and flow, right? So. Yeah, I feel I that with my whole, my whole life. Art. I will say, ladies, this for me was one of my favorite series that we've done. And I Ugh, love you all, Tabitha. I love you. You mm. are the star of this show. Um, I don't know. <laughs> love you, friend. I cried today. I cried today listening back to today's episode. Yeah. Um, you are my hero. I love you, friend. You're bad. You're so sweet. You're bad. Thank you so much. I cried today as well, numerous times, actually. <laughs> but podcast was one of the reasons <laughs> for our listeners, today's episode was the grief episode yeah yeah, yeah. go back we're ahead for once i just want to we'll cheers to jamie's there. editing cheers yeah. what about you james it's our recording i mean it's hard to get all together anyway i feel like i cursed myself with this series 
with big feelings because I think I've gone through every freaking feeling this week possible. We yeah. had a roller coaster. It really has. So I'm laughing because so we all take turns doing the Facebook and Instagram stories and my day's Wednesday. And then I'm on there on Wednesday and I'm like, I'm like this has been a great day. I've been like ahead of things. So I've got extra stuff done. I'm like, and it's hilarious now thinking that's where I was on Wednesday. It was just like one of those weeks where I'm like, oh, we're in a groove. We're in a good place. And then big things happened. I think starting what day there was like a thing at my son's school, which wasn't a big deal, but it was just like, definitely. I feel like he was misunderstood by a staff member and it was nothing bad or anything like that, but I just, that icky feeling of like, oh, I don't want my kid to even be around you because you don't get him, which I think we kind of navigated, but who knows? And then Friday hit and it's just like all this stuff happened. My son was supposed to be finishing out therapy in a couple weeks and he's had a new therapist who kind of took over for our therapist who left. And I kind of got the feeling she wanted to meet all of a sudden on Thursday afternoon. So Friday we went in. And so I got the feeling because I had talked to her a couple of weeks ago and I was like, okay, we're still good for this date in December as graduation. And <laughs> she was like, yeah, yeah. But she's been with him for a month now. And she um, had us come in and all the things that she brought up that she would like to work on with him were things that another, ther- our, our speech therapist has also brought up. And I was like, oh crap, she has points. Cause those are all things that we would like him to work on too. And they are struggles in our life. I didn't know necessarily that those were things that she would touch on with him. But they, it was just like a really good conversation. But like my heart just broke because for me, like obviously the autism hasn't gone away and we still have a ton of struggles, but he's made so much progress. And I was just so proud of him for like accomplishing something. Like it was cool that he was going to be graduating this program. My son's, you know, like all his trophies are participation trophies. He's, he's never been the best at anything. And that doesn't matter. I was never the best at anything, but, uh, I was just so proud of him. And I was excited to like, we had started talking about it to transition out and just being like, buddy, you did this. You like, this is a lot of work and you worked really hard. And then all of a sudden now we're like, most likely we haven't made the the decision quite yet, but we're probably going to stay for six more months probably. And it's just, and his days are are long and Mm. For me, like selfishly, it's a long drive. It's a lot to do. My daughter, we had set her up for things starting in January and we're gonna have to cancel some of those now because they're not gonna be possible because we're gonna have to be taking him to therapy. So it was just a big letdown. It's nothing in the world. And it's a beautiful thing that there's people in my kid's life that want to help with these things and that we agree. But it's just like, I don't, it's just disappointing. And it just felt like another, ugh. And then she also brought up another diagnosis that we have been talking about possibly pursuing and um this is something we started pursuing before but no one's really disagreed with us but no one's ever been like oh yeah I think that's definitely an aspect to what's going on so it was kind of us pushing for it and then so we kind of just let it trickle out because we wanted to wait until he was a little older anyway to decide and she just brought it up and it was just like the idea of like going through their diagnosis process it just kind of brings back some of the feelings of things before and also how kind of sure she seemed of it. It kind of brought Mm. back our autism journey where Mm -hmm. we got a lot of unsureties about it. And then we had one person being like, yeah, this is it. And it was like heartbreaking when that person said that. So I don't know, just a lot of things that are not the end of the world. And we've gone through much harder things, but it just felt like a lot of big feelings at once when it came to stuff. And then we've had some really good stuff the week before 
he got invited to his first ever birthday party that was like for a friend. And so he did mm. that just uh, this last Sunday. And that was like, you could tell he was excited about it. And he like knows her name. And I went and got her a little gift and he was excited to take the gift to the party, like all the stereotypical party stuff. And he's been to birthday parties before. He's, we're very blessed to have a lot of family around and a lot of cousins, but this was like the first time, like a friend has invited to him a party and he's like, knows that that's his friend mm. and he's excited to go to the party. And I love that. And of course, like he goes to the party and he just sticks. It was a pool party. So my husband had to be with him anyway, because he's not very safe in water, but he just stuck to my husband the whole time. It didn't really interact with my kids, but he was just so excited to be there and be included. And that makes me really happy. So it's like also a big feeling. Um, but yeah, I'm just emotionally exhausted this week from a lot of things going on in my family that I'm not going to talk about because it's not my business, but it's like... <laughs> emotionally exhausting and I'm just like I'm done with the big feelings right yes me too I feel like we all should be drinking right now I'm Jen uh, done listeners, I would just like you to know I'd just like you to know I'm having a cocktail um James <laughs> is- I was gonna say the thing about Jesse's it's not you know said you're like well it's us too but it is because you're looking forward to something yeah. and then it's this letdown of that not happening or kind of the, yes it is a it is a lot of time. Like yes. I'm not gonna lie, when we ended our therapies with Kaya, I was like, oh thank God, I don't have to do anything on a Saturday. I, and you know, you do it because it's what you need to do. But when you don't have to do it, it's a treat. <laughs> you know, you want them to just be a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But and also you want to stay in your pajamas on a Saturday. I yeah. mean, there's that too. Not that you do really homework in first grade, but he is sent stuff home and we just we don't work on that. And it's like, would he be able to work on that? I don't know. Yeah. He needs yeah. supports at school for a reason. That's the same. I just, there's some things I just don't feel like we get the opportunity to do because we're so busy with everything else. And that it was, I mean, it was a huge conversation with my husband and I to even continue. Cause it's like weighing the options mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, we need to work on these skills because you can see in my son that not only is he capable, but he wants to have those skills. Yeah. Is it a hindrance to him if we're taking that away? And also he's at, we picked this therapy center for a reason. There's children his age. So he, it's like him going after school and playing with different kids and having someone navigate those situations, which is great. That's why we picked it. But at the same time, it's like, man, I just like today, his therapy got canceled and it was like, yes. Like (laughs) I don't have to talk to anyone about my kid today. That's what I mean. Like I I was joking about, and I really wasn't joking about staying home. I love nothing more than a pouring Mm. rain Saturday when you have nowhere to go. But of course, if there's therapy, you do what you have. I mean, you do it because you do it for your children. But when you have this kind of end in sight, that's, I guess, the yeah. way of saying it, it's this big kind of kickback that oh, wait, believe you're, me, like, I we're was, not done yet. I'm a lazy you know? mofo. I was <laughs> like today I sat on the bed to watch the office and like, I'm slowly folding laundry. I'm doing because I have to be doing something because I have to get stuff done all the time. But I'm like, I just want to pretend that I'm just curled up on my bed. Because the kid's screaming at me. I'm trying to fold the <laughs> basket of laundry. It's just like, but I know someday you see the one day you won't have that. And I'm like, well, you know what? You won't have that with Amelie, but you will have that with Jesse. Not to be a Debbie Downer, but that is the reality. And talk about big feelings, ladies and gentlemen. There's a way to just roll that one out. I mean, I guess that is sort of, there's a parenting mode of, of special needs. Yeah. It's never. You, you're not going to do that for Amelie forever. I mean, you never know. I'm still living at my mom's house. I mean, there's, there's, <laughs> hope, for there's hope for her. There's for her yet. But I do my own laundry. 
The thing, Jane, that you brought up this week as we were talking about, you know, the graduation versus staying and the diagnosis versus not, it's part of it really is that you feel like Jess could like really benefit from a break and you're at the mercy of your spot. And if you were to say like this really sweet romantic idea of like six months off, like let's give them the nights of winter off Mm -hmm. and like start the fall or the spring or whatever this math would be. It's like, you aren't guaranteed that that therapist is going to be there, that that therapist is going to have the team that she's relying on right now while she makes the recommendation. You don't know if you're ever going to get back in. Like, it's just so many things weigh into holding on to a resource that is working. Oh, even if it feels like you've just been like, gut punched. I mean, it, it feels for your family, like it isn't the right choice right now. It's still, you can't let go of a resource that's working when you don't know if you're ever going to be able to get it back. It was definitely a light. Like it just felt like it felt good to accomplish something. I don't yeah. feel like yeah. accomplishment. Like we have the little wins we always talk about and every once in a while, there's like a huge win, which is amazing. But the idea of working to a goal and accomplishing it, like I, it just doesn't always happen for our kids that way. It's yeah. like so back and forth and it's like sometimes you're working on your kids saying a word for like weeks months and years and then when that finally happens you can't even like you're you're so excited it happened but like you can't really calculate the or like measure the journey it took to get there Mm -hmm. it's like oh it finally happened and I don't know if it was me I don't know if it was just my kid had to be old enough I don't know if the right character on Peppa Pig said it you know it's just like I don't know it just sucks anyway tabs what we're gonna say oh I was gonna just say like I think the gravity of like the hours in the day is always something we're calculating, you know, for us and for our kids, like we have to schedule a certain amount of therapies. And sometimes you say no, because you don't have enough. It doesn't fit into the right slot, whatever they have open. And it's not just the therapy. It's all the hard work of you doing things at home and him doing things at the program And then also making it to the car every freaking time and getting back into the car and figuring out dinner and the whole works, you know? So like the gravity of that, I think is what you're explaining is like, it's to be able to accomplish like one thing that is complete Mm -hmm. is just incredible for us. I mean, I think, and oftentimes we leave therapy without that feeling. It's like you, you lose speech or you lose OT because there's no providers or there's, it's not really like a, Oh, you, yeah, you made it through this program. It's more like we don't have the resources is usually what it ends up being. So I can imagine. On the one hand, it's almost like I said earlier, Jamie, it's just, but it's just like that rug being pulled from underneath you. It's, Mm -hmm. you just weren't expecting it on Friday. (laughs) Once again, we've talked about this, the intuition. Like, I just feel again, like, oh, I failed. Like I trusted and not that our old therapist was great. I really liked him, but like, he was like, yeah, Jesse's ready to move on. Like we're ready to graduate. And I was like, all right. And so I wanted to hear that. And there were parts of me that were looking at other kids around him within this program. And not that all that Jesse should be at the same place there or anything like that. You can't really compare kids with autism, but like, I was like, man, this other person graduating the same time as Jesse looks like they're ready to graduate. I don't know if Jesse is, and I don't know if Jesse will ever be there. That's the thing that's unpredictable, but I don't know. It just makes me not trust my intuition yet again and I but I think if you if you think about it Jamie the things he was working towards before he has met those goals he's has all new goals so it's not like he didn't do the things that were expected of him 
they're just making new goals and there's always going to be new goals to me until there's another probably kid behind him to take his place. Then they'll be like, oh yeah, he can graduate <laughs> Some of those goals are repeats and some have come and go, yeah. but that's also part of the autism roller coaster. So, and I don't know, like, I don't know, is this that thing or is it autism or I don't know. Anyway, that's, those are our big feelings, people. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot over here. I hope you enjoyed, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this no reservations for <laughs> But next up, we have a really cool interview with Eileen from Autism with a Side of Fries. Oh, yeah, that's a great interview. So that will be really great. And then we're getting into holidays. This is coming in 2023 is coming, which is insane. Insanity. Her tree is up. Her tree is up. I mean, Martha Stewart over there, she went right from the first with the pumpkins, besides the girl with the skull on the shelf year round. (laughs) I, I can't I compete with the Jamie Ramos, but I'm I'm I really will, trying for that second prize. <laughs> I will have Christmas up when this comes out. Christmas will be up when but this is mid-November. I'm probably, probably going to be fifth place. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I just don't right want to brag too much that yeah. my tree lights up one color. I mean, I feel at that point that's I'm pretty fantastic. So. I freaking <laughs> love. I miss your tree from last Came year up in my memories. Oh, I love that trick I love that <laughs> to our listeners oh my gosh <laughs> Kim is decorating right now she's putting up a Christmas sign that's uh, green with glitter red letters that says Christmas calories don't count and it's a gingerbread truth truth so thank you everyone we will talk at you next week I don't know what we should say at the end anyway we love you thank you for- <laughs> thank you thank for you being everyone here. bye thank have you. a good night Thank you for joining us at the table for this episode of the Table for Five No Reservations podcast. We have new episodes every Monday. If you'd like to become a supporter of our podcast, please check out the link at the bottom of this episode's description. Please make sure to follow, rate, and review us wherever you listen. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more content. We also now have a newsletter. Check the description for where to sign up. Thank you for sitting with us at the table. See you next Monday.